Welcome to AFQ's Financial Power Podcast, building your financial power one segment at a time. And I'm your host, James Dickerson, Director of Member Experience here at Atlantic Financial. And I'm your co-host, Brian Peller, Certified Credit Union Financial Counselor and Business Development Coordinator here at AFQ. This week, we interrupt your regularly scheduled programming for Stimulus Checks 2.0, who got a check and what to do with it. We're talking all about it today, so let's get started. All right, Brian. Well, this week, we don't have a specific question from a specific member, but uh, it's the question on everybody's minds. When am I getting my stimulus check and how much is it going to be and what should I do with it? Yeah, we decided to to postpone our originally originally scheduled podcast on life insurance because the credit union has been inundated with questions about the stimulus checks. And we thought we should take a little moment, talk about what you should do with the money when you get it. And, and I think a lot of people have gotten it. If you've gotten the first two stimulus checks, uh, especially through direct deposit, you've probably gotten it, but you know, you can go to irs.gov, answer a few questions and, and get an answer to uh, where, when yours is coming. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of resources out there. I've been hearing a lot of conflicting reports. And I think that's one of the reasons why we got so many calls was that every news station every day was like, did you get your check? Did you get your check? Some people got their money. Um, and, you know, it was different for everybody. And there was a lot of misinformation about when the money was coming. But you're right. I think a lot of folks have gotten it by now. Uh, I did hear today that a second batch went out today. So uh, if you haven't gotten it by now, you should be getting in the next couple of days. Just keep your eyes peeled on those accounts to figure out uh, when your money comes in. But the real question is here, after we get the money, what should we do with it? And, and I think that's you know the question that a lot of people aren't asking, but the one that they really should. Right. And everyone's situation is different, but there's a couple of good rules of thumb here uh, with this money. And, and we'll talk about I'll, I'll start off with the first one. If you have some high interest debt, credit card debt, um, whether you're behind or not, but especially if you are behind, is you should maybe think about putting a good chunk of that money toward that high interest debt. Because in the long run, you will save so much money. Yeah, I think we should also really talk about, just for a second, uh, the folks that might be behind on their mortgage and their rent payments. Uh, because right now, specifically here in the state of Maryland, there's a uh, there's a moratorium or whatever you want to call it uh, on evictions and and foreclosures, and and that's protecting a lot of folks right now from potentially losing their homes. But the reality is, is that eventually that's going to go away. Uh, so if you're behind on your mortgage or your rent payment, that's a really great place to start with. What should I do with my stimulus check? Is to to get yourself on a payment plan. You don't have to pay it all right now, but talk to your property manager, your mortgage company, and see what you can do to start getting back on the right track when it comes to those payments. Absolutely, um, I, I agree with that. But I, I I think I have this one little caveat, and that is, you should be talking to these people and having a plan in place for when things get better and and I I I, I don't who knows I, I am not a politician or a lawyer or any of those things but I think that the mortgage companies and landlords leaseholders are going to have to work with people I don't think the government's just going to say 
the pandemic's over, you, you can start evicting people. You know, I think you're going to have, they're going to have to be payment plans and stuff like that. So my point is, is that yes, a good chunk of this money should go to that. But if you're talking to them and you have a plan and you know what the plan is, I, I still, I still think there's this epidemic of, of credit card debt in the country and this money could go toward getting a lot of people in a better financial place uh, by paying the credit card debt too, or, or or at least some of it, you know, back and forth a little bit. Yeah, Brian, I, th- I definitely think that's a great idea. I think the other thing might be to to just mention here for a moment: if if you're in a situation where your job has been heavily impacted by COVID nineteen, you've been unemployed for an extended period of time, you know, you're just trying to find ways to feed your family. Use this money for that. You know, there's no shame in saying I can't afford the rent payment right now. I can't afford the credit card payment right now. If that means that you can't feed your family and keep the lights on, uh, you know, doing what you need to do to get by is, is, is crucial. Um, and, and if you have to make the right decision, that's right for you and your family situation and whatever that is, whatever your situation is, uh, that's where the money needs to go. I think another really good idea just to mention real quick, Brian, is if you're in a situation like that, reach out for help. Uh, reach out to the credit union, to one of those certified uh, credit union certified financial counselors and and get yourself on a plan on what you can and can't do right now and set yourself up for success long-term. Uh, even if there's nothing to be done in this moment, getting a plan in place for when you can make a move uh, is really important before before that opportunity comes up. Gotcha. And I, I completely agree. And as we say all the time when we are doing budgeting classes and credit classes is there's all kinds of options out there and some of them are painful, but you have to do what you have to do. And uh, there's no judgment, right? There, there really is no judgment. We, we don't judge people as people based on what's going on with their credit life and their, and their money life. Uh, but you know, yeah, take this money and use it to um, to make sure there's food on the table. If that, if they, if it, if it is uh, that dire in your situation, and keep in mind, not only do we have four certified credit union financial counselors at AFQ, we also employ an entire organization called Coffee that can help with more 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 dire situations and more. Uh, issues that you may be having credit and money wise. Yes. And I think that the next group we want to talk to, Brian, is probably the folks who might not have been as heavily impacted by COVID-19. And, you know, maybe you have been working this whole time and you haven't been majorly uh, impacted financially. You know, this, the stimulus round and really all the rounds of stimulus that have gone out so far have really been broad approaches, right? They're, they're sending money to pretty much everybody, uh, regardless of their impact uh, to their finances from COVID-19. So what should I do with my money that I'm getting from the, you know, the stimulus package if I don't necessarily need it? Well, I think um, maybe I know what I'm going to say next, but the first thing we want to make sure if, if you're, if your your income has been good, you're not behind on bills, you don't have a lot of credit card debt, then the next thing, and almost equally important to all those other things, is do I have an emergency savings account? Because that emergency savings account is what's going to stop you from getting into a bad financial situation. So at least, at least $1,000 
of that stimulus money should go into an emergency savings account if you don't have one. If not more, you know, ultimately we, we're looking at three to six months of your uh, net pay in, a, in an emergency savings account. But the first goal is always to get to $1,000 because $1,000 covers the average small emergency. Need tires, something breaks down, what have you. Uh, so that's our, that's I think is the first step with the money. Took the words right out of my mouth, Brian. Emergency savings. If you do not have that account established and you do not need this money to get by, that is definitely the first place to start. Uh, and I think that you know next up would be things like you know debt that you're current on, paying something down that you're paying interest to a financial institution to to have that money borrowed is a great place to to save some money in your monthly budget but also save yourself some money in the long run by not paying all that interest as well yeah i um i recently started talking about interest in this way in my classes that i teach and that is and i and we work for financial institutions we work for a not-for-profit financial institution but a financial institution nonetheless and interest is important to the financial institution because it's how we pay for things. It's 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 our income. However, to you, the consumer, interest is a is wasted money. It's money you get no benefit from paying interest. And I think every time you take out a loan, you should you should think about this wasted money you're going to be paying on this interest and see if it really really is necessary. And with the stimulus money, whether you have a lot of debt or we will start with the most highest interest rate things is to pay those down, but pay off as much as you can. Now, does that mean that every dime of the money we get should go toward all that? Depends on your situation. If you're, like I said, a fairly good situation, you know, there's nothing wrong and no one should feel guilty about spending a little bit for fun. A little bit. You're absolutely right, Brian. And I I think that, you know, a good strategy might be make a double car payment or make a double mortgage payment or double your credit card payment for that month. You know, just do something to help bring that debt balance down if you're carrying debt. But you're absolutely right. You have to reward yourself. You know, you did you did something right to not be in a financial situation where you need the money right now. So let's go ahead and reward ourselves for the decisions that we made to bring us to that point. And, and you know, the, the, the reality is, is that the reason why the government is releasing stimulus is to stimulate the economy. So if none of us spend any of the money on anything, then the stimulus money isn't doing its job. So at the end of the day, the folks who aren't majorly impacted by COVID-19 are really the ones who are going to be using those funds to stimulate the economy and doing things like going on a small vacation or you know making a small purchase you've been holding off on are all really great options on how you can help stimulate the economy, one, but two, also reward yourself for the positive decisions you've made. I also want to say that uh, that uh, you said, you know, you you have done things right to not be in a bad situation. Absolutely, hundred percent. But let's also be realistic that a lot of us, a lot of us, got through this, and it's still going on, but it's easing up. This COVID situation and kept our jobs and kept income coming in, and some of that was by luck. We were just lucky working for the right organization and the right job. Now. We all worked very hard. Um, I, I know we did in order to ensure that we kept our jobs, but there is a little bit of luck involved in it too. So I would suggest if, if you have the money and that you um, haven't, um, you don't need it for other things, is that you also donate a part to some charities that help those that weren't so lucky. 
Um, there's a lot of need out there. And because of the COVID situation, a lot of funding has dried up for these not-for-profits, especially these community-based not-for-profits. So I would you know, strongly recommend find something you're passionate about, something that helps your community in some way and, and gives a little bit or as much as you, you can, much as you're comfortable with to a not-for-profit charity. I, I think that's an excellent idea, Brian. I think that, you know, any way that you, you're absolutely right. We've all been fortunate, uh, those of us who have remained employed through this pandemic and haven't had the major financial impacts, we have been fortunate. So passing on that fortune to others uh, is a great idea. And that doesn't necessarily have to be a charity. It could be your friends and family who have been hit harder than you. You know, the closer to home you can get, it's great. You know, you can look for community organizations or national organizations, but right in your backyard, sometimes there's somebody uh, who's struggling when you're not. Jimmy, I think, you know, during this entire pandemic, I every Friday have have bought food from either a friend who lost her job that was, had started a catering business. I have someone coming out to lost her job and started a lawn care business. Um, not that I, not that I need to do any of these things. I could, you know, do, do most of it myself or save money and, and cook my own food. But um, I think it's really important to, to support uh, our friends and neighbors and, and our community as much as possible. There are still lots and lots and lots, nine million Americans out of work right now. Um, so, so there is a lot that we can still do. That's absolutely right. So I think we can sum it up to, to a couple different things. Get yourself back on track, support your family, pay down debt, and save. Those are the big four, right? You know, get yourself back on track if you need to, Help support your family if that's what you need to do with it. Pay down your debt if that's what you got going on and save the rest if you can. Oh, and the last one, reward yourself, right? And uh, if you got something left over, donate it. Those are those are six really great options on what you can do with your stimulus check. Uh, stimulus check round two, it's more than the other two stimulus checks combined, I think, for most families. So uh, definitely be wise in your decisions and think about it before you go out swiping that debit card. Absolutely. Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks so much, Brian. Have a good one. Well, that's it, FQ family. Thank you so much for joining us today. Links for everything we discussed will be included in the episode description. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a comment, and a rating. And don't forget to follow us on social. You can submit your own question by emailing marketing at fq.org, and you might even be featured in a future episode. Join us next week for your regularly scheduled episode when we talk about life insurance. What is it good for and why do you need it? We'll help you figure it all out right here on AFQ's Financial Power Podcast. See you soon.